Welcome everyone to Escape to the Magic Podcast with Ryan, Dak, and Randy. We are three guys who love Disney. And each week we try to get together to escape the stresses of life and worries by talking about the most magical place on earth. So we hope you'll enjoy the show and we'll get started. Well, I'm excited about this week. One of the ways that we get to escape to the magic is by living vicariously through someone who actually has escaped to the magic. So we get to do a trip report, which has got to be the best part of doing any podcast live vicariously through Randy who just got back. Yeah. I mean, it's the worst part for me because I wish I was still there. I was so tempted just to text you a few times during your trip, but yeah. I, I no, I want to wait until we record Yeah, because I want to hear it live. <laughs> Boys, I got all sorts of stuff to share today. <laughs> going to be pretty good. So let's get into it. So, so you get on the plane, get in flight. Were you able to, I'm guessing you're going to be in the air as Genie opens up. So were you able to access yeah. the Wi-Fi and get Genie lined up? How'd that work out? Yeah, so that was part of the plan. So so two things here. The first one is while I'm in the airport, I bought Genie Plus for the day. I already had that one ready to go. I was set. What'd you pay for it? Uh, on that first day, we uh, we paid 25. We were park hopping, so 25 was the multiple parks option. So remember, right now they're doing this tiered tiered pricing system. Mm-hmm. I could have paid as little as $13 if we were going to Animal Kingdom. Oh, wow. But it was $25 for either Magic or all parks. I don't know why that's an option. If you're going to pay the same price, you may as well just do it for all of them. Yeah. But um, So I had that already set. I got on the plane. And immediately purchased the in-flight Wi-Fi, okay? And we were headed to Epcot. Epcot was our first stop that morning. And so the plan was, okay, I'm going to grab our virtual queue for Guardians. And then I'm going to buy our way onto Tron and buy our way onto Guardians so that we could go twice in that day. And um, the and so that's basically six o'clock Central Time Texas time where we're at right when when you're able to do that. So we had been in the air for about an hour. So I'd fallen asleep, but I set an alarm on my watch to wake me up five minutes before so I would be ready to go. And the Wi-Fi seemed to be working fine, better than I've normally had, probably because there were fewer people on the flight. Uh, it was not a f- full flight. And um, I'm ready to go. I've got my atomic clock synced up, right? I know the trick, how to get a virtual queue. Pro tip. And uh, yeah, big pro tip. Atomic clock. Don't get one. Don't get an analog looking one. You need to get the digital one. You can see the mm-hmm. seconds, right? Count with it. And um, my group's ready to go. Like I'd already confirmed who was in the group. And I click join virtual queue right on time. And it's like, boom, 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 boom. And it's just like, okay, do you want to join? And you're ready to click the second time. You got to do it two times. Right. And the second time it's spun. And I'm like, that's not a good sign. And then I got an error message. Oh, no. And it said, and it was like, there was like a red error message or something. It's like, we couldn't complete your request. And so I X'd out and I tried again. And of course, it was full by that point, right? It was gone in a sec. This is probably not more than 20 seconds total from the time the clock ticked over to 7 a.m. Eastern time. Within 20 seconds, it was full. So I just kept going right with my plans. I'm like, okay, well, we got to go buy Tron right now. And the plan for that was to buy Tron for nighttime. We wanted to ride it at night. So I bought the latest possible time you could, which was 8.50 p.m. 
And so I got that one, and then I went and I bought our way on the Guardians. So that would be the first thing that we did when we got to Epcot, and and we were set. Nice. So that was the airplane, and then I went to uh, well, and then I booked my first Lightning Lane of the day too, which which actually, you know, interesting thing about Genie Plus, your first Lightning Lane of the day, you have no idea what time it is. Right. So they don't publish those times. It's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I'll just tell you right now, because. It influences you. It ought to be able to influence you what you're going to pick, you know, especially if you have a day where you're park hopping. I've had it where I picked the first lightning lane of the day and it gave it to me at like five o'clock in the evening. Yeah, that's not that totally work. ruins my yeah. lightning lane strategy, as well as the fact that maybe I wasn't going to plan on being at that park at that time. Right. So I just blindly did it. I picked Ratatouille because in the past that's been one that had a longer line. And um, and and so that's that was the plan. Nice. All right, so you landed MCO and you rented a car or nope, Uber. Uber? Uber, nice. And then remind us, where did you stay? We stayed at Wilderness Lodge. Okay, I've never stayed there before. This was my first time as well. And? Um, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Why did okay. you choose that place? Because we'd never been before. Okay. You know, so so Kayla and the younger two went a couple weeks ago. Kayla's my wife, and they went a couple weeks ago. Um, so this is, you know, we do fun things as like this. We'll split up and do different things, different groups. But she took the younger two and they stayed there. And so we were just basically mimicking it. Um, now part of it is we're Disney vacation club members. And so we stayed at the, at a, it's a DVC resort. So we got a DVC room and it just so happened that it was one of the probably least expensive deluxe resorts available, right? In terms of, of number of points used. So that's why we did it. And so we, we just had a standard DVC studio room. And so is that, uh, I don't know that much about DVC in that particular resort. Is that in the actual Wilderness Lodge or is that Copper Creek or how does that? It's, it's Copper Creek. And then they have a, then they have a kind of a cabins and villas part as well. Right. Right. So there's, 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 there's three flavors of room i think that you basically get right one is your standard studio it sleeps four okay and that basically is a queen bed and then a queen pull out couch bed that's what we were in but all of them have a have a kitchenette right and so but ours you know it was just kind of one of those bar sinks you know glasses and then a, a little tiny fridge and stuff like that so it wasn't a huge big full one the next one is a multi-bedroom. So there's, you could have a two-bedroom, you could have a three-bedroom, right? And so depending on what that looks like, you know, the two bedrooms typically are that studio and then the lock-off as well. Right. And, and, and one of the rooms is going to have a washer and dryer in there. So that's kind of nice. Nice. Um, and then they have the cabins, right? And so those are, those are pretty nice. They're very private because you don't have any neighbors, like, you know, connecting to your walls. Um, we didn't stay at any of the nice ones this time. It was just the three of us. We did nothing but sleep in the room and then leave. So um, just a studio for us. Yeah. Y'all were like the Navy SEALs of Disney goers. This like light and fast. Yeah. You were in and out. Awesome. Was transportation from the lodge to the parks, was it quick? You know, that's an interesting one. Um, yes and no. So I So it seemed like there were plenty of buses coming and going. It just seems like every park that we picked, that was the slowest bus coming at the time. I feel like a lot of times at those resorts, it's, it's hit or miss with yeah. how fast you can get from your, your room yeah. to the park. What's, what's nice about Wilderness Lodge is it's basically a monorail resort without being on the monorail loop, 
Like it's that close to Magic Kingdom, right? So it was a five minute bus ride, probably no more than that. You know, you got to wait at one stoplight essentially to do it. Well, I guess there's two stoplights, but there's only one that you really have to wait at. And so with that, it, it was it was pretty fast. Now, one time, one time the bus driver decided instead of going straight to the park like he was supposed to, he actually went and stopped over at Fort Wilderness, right, which is a campground. And I'm like, why are we coming over here? They had their own bus. <laughs> so there's a Fort Wilderness bus that would come and pick up from Wilderness Lodge and take you back and forth. But I, I don't know what was going on. We went over there and it just so happened this was a time we had an ADR and I'm like trying to get to the park on time for our ADR. And I'm like, what do we, we just added an extra 15 minutes for fun. And this bus was 15 minutes late to begin with. <laughs> so the answer was yes and no. It was, it was, it was quick. Unlike other resorts that we've stayed at, right? I've stayed at Coronado Springs at the Grand Destino Tower, right? I think the bus transportation is kind of tough there. There's a lot of stops, especially. And um, so I've, I tend to Uber when I'm at that one that one seems to be, be faster, but this one seemed to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you go, so you go from, so you don't check in first, obviously you go from the airport to the Uber to the park. Nope. Nope. Airport to Uber to the hotel. Cause you got to drop off your bags. Well, that's right. So we take our bags to the hotel. We, we check them in with bell services. Um, it gave us a chance to kind of make sure that we could get rid of things in our backpacks that we didn't want to carry into the park as well. And so, um, and that was that was a pretty fast operation, no big deal. And they're they're great about that, right? I mean, you drop them off, and you say, "Hey, I'm just checking in today." You know, they knew we were going to be checking in before four, so literally, and this is the best part: um, the second we touched down in Florida, my Disney experience pushed a notification saying, "Hey, your room's not ready yet." Like it knew we were here, right? They're like, "Okay, we we see what's going on. Your room's not ready yet," and I got. Basically, that message every hour until it was, and and by honestly by eleven o'clock that morning, um, was when we got our room assignment. So well before check-in time, which nice. is traditionally three o'clock. Nice, nice. All right, so you drop and go at the hotel, the resort, and then you head over to Epcot. And what's the first ride you hit for the day? First ride we hit for the day, Guardians of the Galaxy. Nice cosmic rewind. And still just as amazing and wonderful as you. We, we, we had a few theories about this. We'd heard some things. We'd heard some things. One of the things that we heard was there's a symbol on the back of certain cars. And that symbol might indicate which song you're going to get. Really? I think there, there's a rotation of five or six songs. I think it's six songs that they go through. Um, I've already been on this ride at this point since it opened. I've probably already been on it eight times. Okay. Wow. I've done it a lot my favorite roller coaster. Okay. And, um, but, of probably six of those eight times I've either gotten the conga <laughs> or September. Gotcha. And I really don't like either of those songs. And so I was <laughs> looking for something new. Right. And, um, and we got it. Oh, nice. And so did your theory prove true or it so just- that was the best part about doing this multiple times was, when we did it again later that evening, we got the same song, but it was a different symbol on the car. Mm. And so I said, okay, well, that could just be a coincidence. That could mean multiple things. And so two days later when we did it again, we got the same symbol, but a different song. And so I effectively texted my wife and I said, well, that theory is crap. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it truly is at random. Yeah. 
All right, so let's let's do that. So, okay, so you've hit Guardians. Uh, at this point, I mean, uh, you're in Epcot. To me, it's it's time to eat. Like, <laughs> and it was time to eat. Yeah, we were starving. That's one of the main reasons why I go to Epcot. Yeah, is because I just feel like I could literally march to each country around the world showcase and stop at every single pavilion and be completely happy. Yeah. So maybe not Morocco. Well, and you know, here's, here's what's interesting about that day, right? Remember, so we're on our plane, five ten a.m. Central time at six ten Eastern time. Okay. We land at eight thirty Eastern time. We basically get to the hotel at nine thirty nine forty five Eastern time. Okay. And so by the time you swap your stuff and everything, then you finally get over to the park, it was 1030, which was, by the way, right on schedule for when I picked that that lightning. Like I picked this one. I paid for that one. So uh, it was twenty five dollars that day, by the way, per person Okay, to ride that one separate. But, but worth it. I would pay it every time. Complain, but pay. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. So by the time we get off of guardians it's like eleven fifteen. i mean the ride is long even with the paid lightning lane the queue can take you some time to get through right sure. there's there's a show there's a pre-show that goes with it which is excellent and um you know and then you walk out and you've got to hit that shop because the shop is freaking cool too there's some cool stuff in there and so at that point we're like oh yeah we're hungry but the problem was is we had uh we had an adr for lunch at Vianopoly. Vianopoly. Beautiful. You know? So we decided, hey, what are we going to do in between now and then, right? And What uh, time was your ADR? And so we decided that, in, we really decided that in order to protect the value of our ADR, we weren't going to get any snacks before then. So we were starving, <laughs> but uh, we, we, we just pushed, we pushed through. When you have an ADR for Vianopoly, you do whatever you can. Yeah. And make sure that when you get there, you enjoy it. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I salute you. Yeah. So what time was that? So it's 11. What time was your, your reservation? Uh, it was about 1230. Okay. 1245, I think. Yeah. All right. So you hit Vinopoli. You got the pizza. So we, so we have basically, we've got basically an hour now until it's time for that. And so, um, so the first thought was, hey, why don't we go hit Frozen? Right. The the line looks kind of short when we were going into Guardians and we got out and the line was up to like 70 minutes at that point. We're like, meh. And there were no um, light. We couldn't book our next lightning lane yet. We still had a period of time we had to wait before we were going to be ready to do that. And so um, so we hit Soren. Nice. Great. Oh, love Soren. Yeah. Classic. It was kind of cool. We got into the queue and they're like, hey, we need a group of three. Yeah, we're a group of three. <laughs> and they take you down and we got to we got to go into the B line of the B system. So basically we were dead center on the ride. Nice. Best place to be. So the Eiffel Tower is not curved. So, so nothing's all curving and stuff around, right? Or at least the curves that do happen are not noticeable and distracting. Mm. It was it was awesome. Except for the fact that the smelter was not working. <laughs> That's disappointing. That was disappointing. Very disappointing. Because, because we kept whispering to each other, like, oh, I love this smell. And I'm like, I can't smell it. It smells like socks. Like, what's going on? <laughs> um, you know, people take their shoes off when right. they get on that ride. So um, that was that was a little bummed, but but we had a great view. So after Soren, are you ready for your ADR? Um, we do right after that. 
No, we weren't ready for it. After that, we went over and we went to Spaceship Earth. No, uh, after that, we went to um, uh, the uh, the Nemo ride. Oh, okay. Living yeah, with the it was right over there. Yeah. 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 Nice. So we rode the Nemo ride, and then I think we rode Spaceship Earth, and then we started heading our way over to Vianopoli. Now, summertime in Florida, what happens every day? Rainstorm. It rains. Pretty much rained most of the day. Like, it wasn't just like an isolated thing. Like, it just kind of kept coming and going. Mm-hmm. At a certain point, it was bad enough that we um, we were prepared, and so we brought our Crocs to the park. We took our shoes and socks off, and we put our Crocs on so we could kind of just walk freely. It was so it was raining so much, and we ended up having to wear our Crocs for so much longer than we thought, actually, that a couple of the kids ended up with blisters, right? Oh, wow. So that, that was actually a bummer, um, but... It was worth it. Let me ask you this. So one of my questions was going to be about the crowd levels yeah. while you were there. So obviously, usually when the rain comes, it kind of clears out a little bit. But most Disney goers understand that it's going to rain when you're yeah. there yeah. and that you just stick it out. Yeah. So how were the crowd levels pre and post rain? My opinion was the entire time, this is, this was a, this is a July crowd I would expect. It's, it's lighter in attendance. You know, there's a lot in the media right now being made about, oh, the crowds are light, the crowds are light. Yeah, they're probably a little bit light, but not so much lighter for this time of year, which means that the people that are there are the people that are dedicated to doing it, right? So you, you had a lot of people, international people. Those people were not giving up any of this time. Do you know what it costs for them to be able to come and do this, right? They're not, they're not going back to the hotel. And there's obviously not a lot of locals around, right? And so... Um, and summertime was, it was fine. And so the rain would come and I didn't think I, we were joking. It's like, all right, everyone's going to leave now. They did not. It was about the same. Okay. Yeah. And summertime is no longer their peak season. No, summertime is actually low season. Yeah. And there's no festivals going on right now. There's one coming up here in a couple of weeks, um, which I know will bring the crowds in a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. We did notice, I will say of all the parks, Epcot was probably the least populated, um, compared to the last few times that I've been, I mean, the world showcase was navigable, which it has not been the last few times I've been right. So, but again, I feel like this was pretty typical summer crowd. It was not, um, it was not heavy, but it wasn't like a ghost town. Okay. Gotcha. So you hit Viennapoli. What'd you get there? <sighs> We got two pizzas. We got a uh, we got a large uh, margarita, which is what the other two really liked. And then I've got the the quattro formaggi, which is a four cheese pizza, right? Um, Mouth starting to water. It over was here. it was delicious. I got I got just the personal the ten inch right the smaller one right. We had a we had a, a a great waitress. She was from the Milan area. She and I had a great conversation in Italian, so she was very excited for that. And and she was shocked that none of my children were speaking right because I speak pretty well. And I said, no, they, they too lazy to learn how to speak it. So, that's and you know, and on that note, I'm so glad they brought back the, the, yeah, they're the all, foreigners. they're all the international people yeah. from the countries working in the countries again. It really enhances the experience. Yeah, Cause last time we were there, we did not have an Italian. We had an American and it was yeah. not, the pizza was the same. Mm. Maybe a little debatable. Better when it's made by the Italians. <laughs> But, but I'll say even even our waitress, she noted, you know, when she asked how it was, I says, you know, it was great as always. We're speaking in Italian. It's great as always. She says, you know, 
it's interesting when I, she says, I only started working here in December. And when I came here, I didn't expect it to be very good, right? She says, this is just about as good as it is at home. And I said, yeah, I know. That's why I come every time, right? I just don't, I don't miss this place. I come. And I don't, I'll know. We can have an entire episode on Vianopoli. Yeah, we could. I don't understand how people can say that it's not the best pizza in Disney World. Well, because these people are used to gross fast food American pizza, that, you know. Yeah, and I've never had the pizza over at Mama Melrose. People say that's the best pizza. No, it's not. I've had it. It's, yeah, there you go. It, I I far prefer Vianopoli. Look, Vianopoli, it's it's served in a wood oven right like you get the char on the crust exactly like you do which you got to remember is this is italian pizza they're making they're not making american pizza right it's an italian pizza and it tastes like it we had the um you know they have a basically a breadstick kind of appetizer it's it's a focaccia and they bring it out and with olive oil and and balsamic there and some parmesan my gosh guys that i could have just eaten the bread and been full and happy. So you're there in Italy. Did you happen to swing by Germany and get your oatmeal, apple, caramel, you know delicatessen? I, you know I did. At the caramel kuchen there. Caramel kuchen. <laughs> by Werther's. By Werther's, yeah. yeah. That's a great shot. And that... I mobile ordered it, in fact. Um. Pro tip, that's one of the few places, one of the few, a few um, kind quick, of food places, service, snack places that you can get an annual pass or a DVC discount on your food. Nice. So, yeah. And if you use, if you mobile order, it automatically applies it. But if not, and you're going through the line, you check out, you just mention it, right? And you show them your proof of annual pass or DVC. It's 20%. That Germany, the the caramel kuka, or however you pronounce it, that that. You cannot go by that store without just getting hit with a wave of caramel smell, and it just absolutely draws you in. Like I, I'm trying to think of the other countries. France, no, you know, I love stopping at Norway and getting school bread, uh, but that's not pulling you in from. You got to know to go to those places. Whereas you just are strolling by Germany, and it just if they open that door. You're going in, yeah. and you're and you're spending twenty thirty bucks on caramel. Yep. it's it's amazing. Yeah. So okay, so, so you so Germany I, took away my favorite cake though. They used to have in their quick service the slice of forest black forest cake, yeah. uh-huh. which they I think it's still there, but it's inside the restaurant now. You have to eat at the restaurant. Oh. Get it. Well, I'm not eating there. I'm eating at Vianopoli. So yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'll never have that cake again. All right, so now I'm guessing it's probably what two two thirty two o'clock. Yeah, so we are uh, we're hopping, we're headed over to Hollywood, and um, so Skyline. Oh, oh, let me back up though. Okay, so airplane. Remember, didn't get my virtual queue right. Your next chance is at one o'clock. So I'm in Vianopoli, and I got one of my kids. I said, "Get your phone out. I need that atomic clock going." <laughs> It's and, a it's a two man game. And boom, I did it. I got it. I got the one o'clock virtual queue, which I didn't think would be possible because I've never seen anybody actually win at that game. Right? You either get it in the morning or you're not going to get yeah, it. Right? right. 
Um, but this happened to Kayla too. She went, she had the exact same experience on the plane and she tried for it at one o'clock and she got it at one o'clock. We did the exact, hers was with Tron. Okay. Mm -hmm. So she was able to snag a Tron virtual queue at one o'clock. I was able to do it with guardians, but, but I got it. I let out a big yes in the restaurant. Everyone turned and looked at me. I didn't care. I won. Uh, I may have won the Powerball, right? It was good. Right. I was happy. So, um, that meant that we were going to have basically from that time forward, I knew that we had to be back to Epcot by about five thirty because that's when it looked like they would be calling our group back. They do a really good job now of giving you an estimate of how long it'll take for you to come back. So we knew it'd be about five thirty. So we hopped over to Hollywood at two o'clock. Uh, Skyliner? No, really. It was a lightning storm outside. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. So we. So we were able to take a boat because the lightning storm had stopped, but Skyliner hadn't started back up. So by the way, if there's a lightning storm, no boats, no Skyliner. Mm. Your only option then is bus. That's actually a really long ride from Epcot to Hollywood, the way they have to go around. Oh, yeah. And it's good that the boats are running because a few weeks ago they weren't. Yeah. So we took took a friendship boat over there. Um, They... (laughs) The line to get on at the Skyliner station was super long because of all the people that had missed the Skyliner. So we look at each other. We're in our Crocs, remember? We look at each other as like, well, let's just go down to Beach Club and get on down there, okay? Yeah. And so we're trying to run down to Beach Club, and then there's a boat that pulls up, and like we're really far from the dock. I'm like, we don't want to miss that. <laughs> and so we're, we're running in our Crocs to try and get there. And we got on the boat. Um, you know, we got one of the, there were no seats, right? Like it was standing room only. I was surprised they let us on to tell you the truth. Oh, they knew the situation. You know, there was some, some, some person decided to take their stroller and empty it of their children and all their people and then park it in front of some handicapped seats. So that was another story. But anyways, there were no seats for anybody else. (laughs) And so... This is where we need a camera in here recording. Oh my recording gosh! Our faces. And you know there was there were some there were some people that sat like on the corner of that bench, right? And the lady when she finally got off at like one of the resorts, she gave them the dirtiest look for sitting there next to her stroller. <laughs> and I'm like, man, 15 years ago, I'd have given her the what for. <laughs> uh, all right, so you head to Hollywood. You've got about a couple of hours kill there yeah so kind of walk us through you so we have we have a lightning lane at millennium falcon oh beautiful so that's that's so actually um this was a little tricky we had a we had a 205 lightning lane at millennium falcon and i also had a 205 lightning lane at tower of terror now you know in that park those two are the exact opposite corners from each other mm-hmm. the, right in the park and so i was like well what do we do how are we going to do it and I kept trying to see if I could push that Tower of Terror back a little bit. But um, all of a sudden, it was giving me five and six o'clock times. I wasn't going to work. We had to get back to Epcot right. for another Guardians. And then we had to go to Magic because we had our nine o'clock Tron. So, like, we had a very short period of time we were going to be able to spend in Hollywood in order to get all the way back over to Epcot and then keep going. Um, so we said, okay, well, what are we going to do? We may miss our window on the second on on Tower of Terror. So we decided, and Jack didn't want to ride Tower of Terror anyways. He was like, well, if you guys do that, I'll just single rider rock and roller coaster. We're like, okay, fine. Does he not like Tower of Terror? He's not a big, he's like Dak. He's He's, kind of. (laughs) He's a good kid. Just like Dak. Yeah, he's a good kid. So, um, 
So we went and we rode, we rode the Falcon. That ride's changed, guys. I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that they have changed the programming on it because um, we're pretty good pilots. And um, we did pretty good. I, I even hit the brake in time. Like like the second it lit, I hit the brake so that we didn't do the, the crazy falling thing. But, you know, if you had a high enough score, the ride would be extended and you could fly through the, through the asteroids and stuff like that. So I'm going on two years now where we have not gotten to fly through the asteroids. I think they cut it out. Oh, wow. Or made it unreachable, right? Like he maybe raised the score minimum to yeah. be able to qualify. You know, um, probably more likely like you said. Well, and I'll, I'll say it. I'll say, you know, getting three containers of coaxium will definitely help you, right? Okay. <laughs> most people are only going to get two. Actually, I'd say most people only get one, right? We very consistently get two, and we got our two pretty early, so we we did pretty good. Our score was pretty high, right? But but I think it kind of just artificially changed. And in the end, when we didn't get through it, we were so bummed. We just kind of let it crash on the way back into Batu. And <laughs> so, who was and, the other pilot with you? So Will was the other pilot with okay. me. Okay. And Jack was Jack was a gunner, and he went he went manual on the gunner. Right? That's a hard job. Yeah. Yeah. And he did it pretty good. He, his accuracy was like ninety-one percent. Right, That's really good. So he did you did have a great. full crew. We but we did not have a full crew, so we only had five. And there was a father and a son back there. They didn't know what they were doing. And I think that dad, he was just slow in general. Like it was at one point, you know, you got to shoot the harpoon. I'm like, shoot the harpoon. <laughs> So difficult when you're in that ride with people you don't know because you're like, okay, do I be polite or do I just like, and I'm shout I, instructions. At I, them? I am I'm very vocal on that ride. Like I want to win. Look, I've been a master pirate twice. Okay, one time in Chewy mode, we were a hundred points short of a perfect score. Right? Wow. Like I can do Millennium Falcon. That was me and Kayla flying. By the way, yeah, that's the best we ever did. And um, I can do that ride. So I want to win every time, every single time. Randy's in there just barking orders and I, at and perfect so I, strangers. I am. I'm telling everybody, you know, and I I don't care. I don't. If you're going to cry, fine. This isn't the ship for you, buddy. Well, if you remember the last time that we were all there together and we did it and the two boys were the pilots. Yeah. The and worst. The utter disgust coming from Randy's face. Yeah, I was because they were all over the all over the place. I was like, if you've never played a video game in your life, <laughs> I think at one point Randy just threw his hands up. I did actually. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. All right, so you hit Falcon. <laughs> oh, gosh, you hit Falcon. That was such a great trip. <laughs> and uh, God, that's bringing back some memories. So then afterwards, you did end up hitting Tower of Terror on the way. So out. We, we basically rushed. Yeah, from running. Falcon over to Tower of Terror, we were in our grace period, right? So, yeah. so you know, we um, our time was two o five to three o five, so it was like three eighteen, right? You got a fifteen minute grace period. It was three eighteen. We scanned in. I said, Jack, just come with us because if for some reason they're not going to let us in, we'll go with you onto a rock. And so, um, so we got in and and we rode it, and it was awesome. And, uh, and Jack always. went to to rock and roller coaster. The single rider was actually down. Oh and no! The, and the posted time was like ninety, eighty five, or ninety minutes or something. He called me while we were in line at, at Tower. He's just like, "So what should I do?" 
And he's looking, he, he looks at the line. He says, you know what? He's like, I do not believe that's an 80 minute wait. It's like, I think that's probably pretty short. And the thing was, is that rock had been down for a good portion of the day. So, which is weird because they just spent months like refurbing and fixing. I don't understand why these rides continue to break, but I mean, I do, but, um, so he got in it. He basically, we got out of tower and we're walking out and I'm, and I text him I'm like, Hey, we'll just meet you at the e- exit. And he's getting off of rock. So it was not an 80 minute wait. Right. It tell, was like, tell me that it wasn't was a, like a 20 minute wait. Tell me that wasn't a proud father moment. Yeah. That your son. That he recognized. He could, he he's, like, he's like, he's like, yeah. no, 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 that's not, that's not 90. I'm, I'm going to get in this line. Yeah. Oh, you've taught him well. Yeah. He's no longer a pod one. He is not. He's a Disney Jedi. <laughs> the force is with him. <laughs> All right, awesome. Okay, so now you hop back over to Epcot. Man, back you are Epcot. all over the place. Yeah, yeah. That's you guys were putting in the now, miles. At this point, now, now I understand hours. your text that you sent us, where you guys were like 15, averaging ten miles a day, fifteen and a half miles. We did on that day one. So that that's our two and a half hours of sleep, <laughs> five a.m. flight. We we closed down Magic Kingdom, right? So that's ten p.m. Back in the hotel at 11, 15 and a half miles on day one. So that's my question for you. You head over to Magic. So obviously hit Guardians, then head over to Magic. Your Tron is at 850. That to me is sacrilege because I know what is happening at nine, which is. We were willing to make that sacrifice. And the reason why is because we were going to be back. Now Deck has a look. We were going to be back the next night. Okay. We're happily ever after. Okay. And by the way, the weather had been crappy all day. So oh, so I wasn't it was quite probably sure. in question, I bet. It was, a, it was a question. And in fact, they had pushed it back. Yeah. So, so it actually didn't even start till almost 9.30, 9.40. Um, so our 8.50 ride on Tron, you know, there's still a little bit of a wait in a queue you've got to go through to get there. So we're not actually getting off Tron till almost 9.40. And fireworks are just now starting. Wow. So right, right, I feel me- like that meme where I'm like, I'll allow it. <laughs> well, yeah, me, good call. So let me ask you about Tron real fast. So was it raining when you went on? Is 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 this a ride like it was not raining when we went on that day? Okay, so <laughs> it was raining when we went on the next day. <laughs> okay, so they will still run it when it's raining. It is covered. That ride okay. is, is covered. There's no weather concern there whatsoever. Okay. The canopy completely covers the ride. Okay. Um and, and the outdoor portion of it is very brief. It's really just the launch. Takes you outdoor, up and around, and then the rest of it is all indoors. Because again, I have not watched any, yeah, any point don't. of view <laughs> videos of it, so I, I've only seen the construction from when I've been there. Yeah. But yeah, I was just curious because I know some some rides get shut down when it rains and there's lightning in the areas. So I don't know if that was one of them. Yeah, that is not one of them. Tron stays yeah. running. Good to know. So, any dinner that night after Viennapoli, or did that carry you through? That that carried us through. We basically kind of did some snacking, right? Sure. So, you know, we hit Magic. We went. We had a lightning lane. We got on Space Mountain first. We were we were at Magic before our our time, our needed time. So, actually, to tell you the truth, we went and we hit Big Thunder Mountain. Then we hit Space Mountain, and then we hit Tron. Solid. And then after Tron, we went over and um, think something again. I'm just in my mind. I'm imagining like the Indiana Jones line that shows you the route of travel yeah. as you're going to Caraco. To yours would just be scribbles. Just be scribbles. It was all yeah. over the place. Y'all would be we all were, over the place. We I'm just all, in my mind. I'm like, oh, we had a jungle cruise. We had a nighttime jungle cruise, and that <laughs> was scribbles. That was good. Um, so it was, you know, 
But we, we, we were planning on essentially a full day of magic the next day. Yeah. So we knew we didn't have to like knock do it out. everything. We yeah. just did a few things and it was, I mean, it was just freaking epic. We spent a lot of time in the Tomorrowland Light and Power Company, which is the gift shop. Space Mountain still exits into there. When you come out of the Tron Pavilion, you can walk into there, right? Some great merchandise in there. I bought two shirts. Will got a sweatshirt. There's other stuff. I got like a magnet, keychain, you know. I mean, you know I'm how big of a Tron fan I am, so this was like a big deal for me. And uh, the only thing they didn't have that we were very disappointed in, especially Jack, because this is the one thing he really wanted, was they didn't have an identity disc. Oh. Like like a nice replica identity disc. You can take a picture with one up on the pavilion. There's a photo pass photographer up there, and you can hold it and and do oh, it. Nice. Uh, and and they're there all day. Is that like a magic shot, or you're actually holding something? Uh, you're actually holding it. It's oh, a prop, nice. Nice. and it lights up. I'm like, why is this not for sale? Okay, right. So let me tell you a, a, a quick. I just spent 150 bucks on that. Let me tell you a quick story. So back back in the day when we had our house, we were shopping at the. Beauty and the so the next to Gaston's Tavern that shop yeah mm-hmm. and we were looking at some of the tapestries in there and they had some stuff on the walls that we were like wow those are gorgeous yeah they're not for sale oh they're for sale and hundred everything for sale everything is for sale everything that you see in a shop is for sale you just accept the fixtures you just exactly you just have to ask you just yeah. have to ask and be willing to pay nothing even on the wall right mm-hmm. and so it, it was it was a disappointment and. The interesting thing is Kayla actually said that they had some a couple of weeks ago when she was there. They oh. were basically Bluetooth speakers, right? And so I'm like, well, I guess that would be okay. It's a little display sort of thing. Like we wanted more like the actual prop. Nothing. Hmm. All right. So you finish up the night, get back to the hotel or to the resort. I'm sure you guys just absolutely crashed. Yeah. And then I'm assuming you set the alarm for the next morning to get your lightning lanes. 6.55 a.m. Wake me up, please. 6.55 a.m. And that's what I do. I wake up. I buy Genie Plus. Um, it was down to $22 a day. Okay. So actually, and that's the least I've paid for Genie Plus now in a couple of years. Right. And so that was both Saturday and Sunday. It was just $22. And so I got that. Um, I got my Tron virtual queue right away. I booked my Tron, you know, second one for later in the day, but not. So basically we, we booked like a 630-ish one there, okay? And that way we would be able to make sure the important thing for the nighttime on Saturday was happily ever after. So we wanted to make sure we did that. But listen, guys, we did, we did pretty much everything that was not a infantile child ride mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. Saturday. And that included taking a break in the middle of the day. We went to the Polynesian for lunch. Nice. You know what I got there? Please tell me you got the nachos. Oh, I got the nachos, <laughs> baby. Oh, yeah. Went to uh, Captain Cook's. You know, we, we looked at some stuff in the in the Poly gift shop. And um, and so, and then after that, we went back to our hotel and we took a little break. This was going to be our time to hit the pool. Some We wanted some resort time oh, and everything. Nice. Jack actually hit the bed and fell asleep. Um, we said, Hey, let's just give it a few minutes, you know, we'll just rest and then we'll go down to the pool. And, um, he fell asleep. I woke up and was like, do you want to go to the pool? And he's like, no, nah, I'm just going to stay here. So Will and I go down to the pool and it starts raining. <laughs> of course. And I kid you not pretty much every time we went inside a place, it stopped raining. And then every time we went outside to start going someplace, it started raining. 
And that was what our Saturday looked like up until about 6.30, right? Oh, wow. So we were in the Tron virtual queue that morning. Our, our boarding group, we got group 41. So we were called back by about 10 o'clock and it was raining and the queue was out into the uncovered elements. That's how far back it was wow. um, for it. And so we, we got a little wet. Oh, well, we were okay because we knew we were going to go back to the hotel and, and change if we had to, Sure, which we did. So um, we did that. We hit Space Mountain three times that day. Holy um, there, there was an issue where, um, space mountain went down for a while. Uh, we had a, we had an aid, uh, we had a, um, uh, a dinner reservation actually at Tony's town square, which by the way is now off my list. They, oh, they changed the menu. Snap. They changed the menu about a year ago. I didn't realize this cause I didn't look it up cause I just expect what I should expect. Right. It's an Italian restaurant, of course. Right. You know what they do not serve there now? Italian food? Pizza. Oh, wow. Jack doesn't really like Italian food. He loves pizza, right? So we get there. We sit down. We're looking at the menu. I'm like, where's the pizza? And I asked I asked the server. She's like, oh, yeah, no. She's like, have you seen our new menu? And I'm like, well, I'm looking at it. Where's the pizza? She's like, yeah, we don't do pizza anymore. And Jack's like, well, I guess I'll just have breadsticks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, and then the pasta, frankly, was pretty mediocre. So... You know, Magic Kingdom is a place that you're going to struggle to get good food there, I think, just in general. Oh, 100 percent. So um, I and, and and what was disappointing was when we picked Tony's Town Square, it came down to that. Or do we want to go to Skipper Canteen? Mm-hmm. And Jack's like, no, let's go over there. I want the I want the pizza because it used to be really very good. It was handmade. Mm-hmm. Right. It wasn't just like, you know, prefab stuff. And so we went there just for that. And instead, I could have had the best jokes in the world at Skipper Canteen. Right, instead, right. we missed out on it. So, wow. Well, that's too bad. <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap up right there. That'll give us another episode for next week. Something to look forward to. Another opportunity to live vicariously through Randy and escape. Uh, we'll, we'll hit that next week. Day two and a half and three. That's all right. And then, Ryan, you wanted to lead us out of today's episode with a little magical scenario. Yeah, right? so we started a game last week that we call, or that we're calling, the Magical Scenario Game. Something like that. We'll yeah. come up with a better is name, that, maybe. Is that, we gotta, is that, we gotta is that the official the, uh, jingle? Yeah, we got to come up with yeah, a good we'll, jingle we'll figure it that. out. Yeah. Uh, but the point, so the point of the game is, right, it's to create a scenario. We give you options, and you have to choose kind of a would-you-rather type situation so here's what i was thinking tonight so imagine for a second that you are going to disney world with your spouse or with your family and i have just put in front of you three magic bands okay so you have three magic bands in front of you and the first magic band has or will open any door to any room, to any resort that you want. That's the first magic band. So you you can stay there. It's not like you're just walking. You can in stay there. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Why, why would I want to open yeah, so, someone else's so, room? So the backstory is you, you're staying you're, you're staying for four nights at at Disney World. Okay, right. so you have okay. a so one magic this, band this, opens. This, a, this is good. This is good. One, one I magic, see where you're going. One okay, magic band opens up any resort room that you want. Okay, magic band number two oh, gives yeah. you. Unlimited lightning lanes. 
Oh, snap. During your entire trip. Oh, wow. Magic band number three. That includes at every attraction. Every attraction for you and your entire party. So basically, it's a Club 33 pass. There you go. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that's magic band number two. Magic band number three, because they have brought this back for next year, is the dining plan. Oh. Two, two sit-downs, a table service, snacks for you and your entire party. Jack, which one are you choosing? Well, I only get one. I was like, I'm no, loving you this. Get this one. Is, this you get is one. a great trip. I'm, you get one. You get to I'm choose to one of tomorrow. those three magic bands. Which one are you choosing? Golly. Uh, okay, so resort of my choice. Resort of your choice. Unlimited lightning lanes or unlimited food. My stomach is telling me. <laughs> no. no, I'm... I'm I'm going with the lightning lanes. I just think there's more value there to uh, to be able to just walk on to any ride and have a shorter wait time. To me, that's more. There's more value there in my time as far as I just like I can't stand standing. And my kids are so spoiled. They are so spoiled. They don't even know that a regular standby queue exists. Like they've gone from fast passes to lightning lanes. And have no idea that a regular... And when they do actually have to experience an actual queue line, you would think you're chopping off their right arm. Like, they, they just cannot stand themselves. And so, for me, uh, I would actually go with the with the Lightning Lane Magic Bands. So, just to avoid your family's meltdown, <laughs> is what you're saying? Yes. Okay. For my own sanity, I'm going... <laughs> no, I, I do think there's value in it. Uh, I'd, that would be a, an amazing, like... What would be even more amazing if I'll add my own little twist and and perk on it is that I don't even have to deal with registering each time. I just automatically get to walk right onto any ride. That's what the magic man would have for you. Yeah. 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 I don't, I'm not getting on the app. I'm not setting up my next queue. It's just, I literally go wherever I want. That's why we call this game the magical scenario. Yeah. Beautiful. Love it. What about you, Randy? Yeah. It's a no brainer. (laughs) I mean, you know, look. I'm the Energizer Bunny, man. You're going to give me that special lightning lane pass? Like, you're going to see 15.4 miles turn into 20 miles real fast, <laughs> right? I'm, I'm everywhere. And, uh, and, and that's why I pick it over. The, the hotel's really, really enticing because there's rooms that I'll probably never stay in. Right. Um, you know, I mean, the penthouse at Grand Floridian, like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I mean, I've seen the pictures. Would love to do it. That would be amazing. That would be your one chance. But if this is my one chance to just go on every single ride I want, that's that's what I'm there for. I mean, yeah, you're right? doing Tron five, six times, or that's, however that, many times that, you want to do. That's what I'm. That's what I'm there for. Yeah, I mean, essentially, what you have there is a VIP pass, right? Like you have. Well, it's that. even better because the VIP pass does not get you onto those individual lightning lanes. Yeah, that's true. Right, you still have yeah. to. That's only virtual queue. You know. And so now they'll let you go through the lightning lane area when you have your virtual queue, but you still have to register register, and, and you can only go once. Yeah. That's it. So that's my thing. Well, don't they have that super VIP that's like 12 grand or some crazy and you get to bring like 10 people? You could do that, but you still, still the rules still apply listen, there. I'm dropping You don't get grand. to cut everybody off on that one. Right. Okay. How about you? Where are you I'm going? hungry right now. So I'm probably <laughs> picking... The, the unlimited food, the dining. Really? Yeah. 
I, I see your I mean, point. I see your cost point. at the cost of what these meals are right now. I I have a hard time arguing with. I you. just you know sit down meals. Does that, that carry takes a over lot of time. to? Does that carry over to Springs as well? You just any Disney property. Yeah, any any Disney restaurant on property. Beautiful. I mean, you just eat whatever any you want. Any Disney to eat. restaurant or any restaurant? Any restaurant. Any restaurant on Disney any property. Well, then that would make it more. I mean, Appealing, if I go yeah. eat at Morimoto Asia, there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's I think that's part of the magical scenario. It's it's mm. you get to go wherever you want to go. Yeah. <laughs> I I think for I'm me still just, Ryan. just I, the resort thing. I threw it in there because I'm like maybe somebody will bite on the resort, but you don't spend a lot of time in the resort. You're either at the park doing the rides and the attractions, or you're like me. I mean, my dream my dream Disney vacation is one where I eat a lot, and that we were pretty close on our guys trip a couple of years ago. Yeah, we ate a lot, a lot of yeah. good food. So the one place I made, and, and then I don't know if you guys want to wrap up, but uh, the one place I would bite on the resort is actually Disneyland. So I don't know if you guys have seen the Disneyland Hotel uh, signature suites or whatever it is that they're called. Have you seen the new DVC tower at the Disneyland Hotel? Yes, I've seen it. I've heard yeah. it and seen it. I've heard they're, it being built as I stayed there. They're calling and emailing and mailing stuff, right, to DVC members like, this is the time to add on. And I'm like, kind of, to tell you the truth, it is the time to add on because Grand California has not been available for years. Right. And unless you own there, you have no shot at getting in, right, yeah. because of your booking windows. Well, these signature suites at the Disneyland Hotel, right, in the regular tower. So if you're in the frontier tower or the adventure tower they're they're all themed rooms like the adventure tower is themed pirates and it is just amazing like they they went all out so that that might be the one experience that i might choose over the lightning lanes but god that'd be that'd be really tough i don't know if i could no because you're right you only spend so much time in. if i were to really probably sit and think about it maybe i'd change because i'm like well but you know i I go so often and I ride all of these rides so often. Is it that important to me? But that's, and that's, but that's the one, the, the one chance to just be able to skip the line every single time without having to book it, without having to plan it. Mm-hmm. Just, I want to go do this one now. And you just go do it. Ooh, seven dwarfs, right? I'm not going to spoil the next episode when I tell you how we got on seven dwarfs, but <laughs> you know. All right. Well, great episode. I'm excited to uh, dive into part two of your trip, and uh, I'll talk to you guys in a week. Bye. Bye.